Hello and welcome to the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsia Lee, also known as Lena the Jesus Witch on TikTok and Instagram. The Jesus Witch Podcast is a show dedicated to opening the conversation about including Jesus in witchery practices. The goal of this podcast is to not be evangelical. The goal is to spread the love, light, truth, acceptance, and oneness that is Jesus Christ himself. Here at the Jesus Witch Podcast, we believe all people are loved by God and all people are loved by Jesus. We believe in community and the power of fellowship. We believe in giving whatever you reasonably can to help your neighbor who's in need. And above all, we believe in the power of creating a relationship with Jesus that is authentic and unique to you. Join me for new episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast every single Monday and be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsia Lee, also known as Lena the Jesus Witch on Instagram and on TikTok. This week on the Jesus Witch Podcast, we are talking about the best sign in the entire Zodiac Wheel. Maybe I'm a little bit biased because I am this sign, but no, I'm not. This sign <laughs> is the best of them all. And of course, we are talking about Taurus. Yay, it's almost Taurus season. I am so freaking excited for Taurus season. If you didn't know, I am a Taurus. My birthday is on May 6th. Not only am I a Taurus sun, but I am a Taurus moon and a Taurus Venus and a Taurus descendant because I got that Scorpio rising. So that Taurus Scorpio axis is where I live. And mm, Taurus season is my my favorite time of year. I look forward to it and I am so, 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 so excited that it is almost here. Before we start this very special, very Turinian episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast, I just wanted to remind you that the podcast is now available on Patreon. There are four different Patreon tiers that I have for you to choose from, but every single patron, no matter what tier you're on, you get episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast a week early and ad-free, and you also get extended show notes pages for each episode. In the other tiers, we get more into like education. I send happy mail with one tier. There's also a tier where you can get a one-on-one -on -one session with me every single month. So if you're interested in supporting the show and expanding your Jesus witchery practice, click the Patreon link in the show notes page and join our Patreon community. Anyway, now let's jump in to the episode on Taurus season. Oh, I am like really, really, really pumped for Taurus season. I love Taurus season. I love my birthday. I love the new moon in Taurus. I love the full moon in Scorpio. I am just so excited for this season. And this year, Taurus season is absolutely lit. So let's talk about all the major astrological events that are happening during Taurus season of 2022. Okay, so firstly, on 419, the sun enters into the sign of Taurus. Every year it's different. Sometimes Taurus season starts on the 19th of April. Sometimes it starts on 420. And when it starts on 420, that is like the biggest joke because every single Taurus I know is an absolute stoner. So like... It's written in our stars. <laughs> then on 420, we have Juno entering into the sign of Pisces. On 423, we have the last quarter moon in Aquarius. Oh, I love that Aquarius moon energy. It's going to be so nice with the Taurus sun and having that like mm, fixed energy in the sky. You got to love it. Uh, then we got on 429, Pluto goes into retrograde. So this is a little bit of an exciting transit. 
kind of. When planets go retrograde, that means that they're simply moving backwards. Every single planet retrogrades except for the Earth. Thank God, that would be really scary. Um, but that just means that during these times when these planets are going retrograde, we need to focus their energy internally, right? So Pluto is all about transformation. A lot of it is about societal transformation. But when Pluto's in retrograde, that is an opportunity for you to look into your life and think about the things that you want to transform, the things that you want to change. The the way that you want to have a different relationship with the outside world and with the society that's around you. Pluto retrograde is also a really good time to do shadow work so that you can dive deep into the issues that you deal with and things that you face on a daily basis, get to the root of them and start to be able to let go of those behaviors so you can transform yourself into somebody new and start reaching for your highest potential. Also on 429, we have Mercury entering into the sign of Gemini, which that'll be super fun because Mercury rules over Gemini. So we're just going to have a lot of talkative Tauruses <laughs> being born around this time. But the most exciting thing that is happening on April 30th is the new moon eclipse in the sign of Taurus. So if you're like me and you have prominent Taurus placements in your chart or you have fixed signs in your chart, this is going to be an eclipse that starts setting up events for you for the next year and a half. My fellow fixed signs, buckle up because the next 18 months are going to get wild. It's going to push us towards our soul's purpose. We're going to go through so many different changes and transformations. Sometimes it's going to be hard and it's going to be raw, but you got to keep moving through it. You got to keep pushing forward and realize that at the end of all of this, you will reap so many rewards. And even if the only reward is being a more confident, more secure, and more stable within yourself person, that is a huge, huge blessing. This next 18 months is really going to set us up to be the best people that we can possibly be and learn all the lessons that we need to learn to enhance our soul's growth. I'm personally super excited for this new moon and to see the events that it brings on. I don't know if you, if you're a Taurus or you're a Scorpio or a Leo or Aquarius, if you've noticed this too, but as soon as the North Node moved into the sign of Taurus, my life started to be shaken up in the absolute best way possible. And I feel like I was really put in alignment with my soul's purpose so I feel like these eclipses and these moon like this new moon in Taurus and then the full moon eclipse that we'll talk about in a little bit in Scorpio are really just going to set me up to continue moving on my soul's purpose and add a lot of energy into that so after that amazing new moon eclipse in the sign of Taurus on May 2nd Venus is going to enter into the sign of Aries. Then on May 8th, which is also Mother's Day um, in the United States, we have the first quarter moon in Leo, which again, that fixed energy with that Taurus sun. Mm -hmm. Chef's kiss, so good. And now a quick break from this week's episode to talk about a few ways you can help support the show. If you're really loving the Jesus Witch podcast and want more content and more resources to help you in your own Jesus Witchery practice, the Jesus Witch podcast now has a Patreon. There are four different tiers of our Patreon. The first one is the Fool, where you get ad-free and early episodes of the Jesus Witch podcast. The second one is the Magician, where you get everything that you got in the Fool, as well as Grimoire pages for your spell book with Jesus Witch-specific spells. You'll also get Grimoire pages pages of the major arcana tarot cards and how they connect back to Christianity and the Bible. At least two different tarot spreads per month that you could try with your cards. And a personalized three card reading from me every single month. The next tier up is the Hierophant, and in that tier you get everything from both the Fool and the Magician tiers, as well as monthly spellcasting zooms and happy mail from me. The fourth and final tier is the High Priestess tier, and with the High Priestess tier you get everything from the Fool, Magician, and Hierophant tiers 
as well as a 20-minute one-on-one call with me every single month over Zoom to discuss your practice and the ways that you can grow your faith as a Jesus witch. If you want to become a patron, click the link in the show notes page. The next way you can support the show is by shopping at the Sun and Moon Oily Co., which is my Etsy shop. Over on the Sun and Moon Oily Co., you can grab astrology readings with me, tarot readings with me, and my Bible-based body oil spells. There are so many different types of spells on my shop, and each and every one of them are based off of a different Bible verse. And these spells are pre-charged by me, and I put all of my good intentions and all of my energy into them. To shop the Sun and Moon Oily Co., click the link in the show notes page. Essential oils are a vital tool in my practice, and when it comes to oils, I only trust Young Living Essential Oils because of their seed-to-seal promise. This promise ensures to me that I am getting the highest quality essential oils. Plants that become Young Living Essential Oils never have had pesticides on them. The oils themselves only contain plant material. No alcoholic solvents or artificial fragrances or fillers are added to these essential oils. If you're interested in learning more about Young Living and my favorite oils, click the link in my show notes page. Or if you're interested in grabbing some oils but not sure which ones would fit you, book a 15-minute consultation with me and let's talk all about your needs and oils that would help suit them. The link to book a consultation or to grab oils with me can be found in the show notes page. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast, and now let's get back to the show. Then on May 10th, Jupiter enters into the sign of Aries, so like Aries is going to be having cute girl summer. And anybody with prominent Aries placements is going to be having a cute girl summer this summer. All the things that you've been wanting and manifesting are going to start happening. You're going to be learning how to expand yourself, expand your mind, expand your heart. Um, It's just going to be a really good time for you to learn how to cultivate joy and cultivate abundance on your own terms. Also on May 10th, we have Mercury going into retrograde. So again, like we were talking about Pluto retrograde, this is just a time to look more internally. Since Mercury is the planet of communication, this is a time to look inwards and start thinking about how you communicate with yourself and with those who you love the most. Are you saying kind things to yourself? Are you saying kind things to others? Are you thinking about yourself in a kind way? Are you being loving to yourself? Are you speaking to yourself lovingly? These are all things to start thinking about during Mercury retrograde. Mercury retrograde is also a really great time to start an affirmation practice. So what I suggest for this is looking in the mirror, right, and saying an affirming thing about yourself every single day. Saying, I'm secure in who I am. I like my face. I like who I am. I like who I'm becoming. And really affirming to yourself that you love you, right? At the end of the day, if you don't love yourself, you can't love other people. That's the whole commandment that Jesus gave us. Love your neighbor like yourself. It doesn't say love your neighbor, but don't love yourself, right? It says love your neighbor like the way you love yourself. So if you can't love yourself, you can't love other people. If you don't fill your cup, you can't fill other people's cup. So if Mercury retrograde is a really good time to evaluate the relationship that you have with yourself and more specifically, the way that you speak to yourself. Then on May 15th, the asteroid Ceres is moving into the sign of Cancer. And then on May 16th, this is the last major event that's happening during Taurus season, we have the full moon lunar eclipse in the sign of Scorpio. I don't know if you remember, but last November, we had the full moon eclipse in the sign of Taurus, right? So now these eclipses that are happening um, in Taurus this year are completing that cycle and really kicking things off for us who are in fixed signs. This full moon is another event that's just going to trigger life-altering and soul-changing events in your life. 
I'm so excited to see how this like all manifests itself on a physical plane. I almost feel like us fixed signs need like an eclipse support group because things are going to get wild, but they're going to be wild in the best way possible and really, really, really attribute to our soul's growth and helping us become better people in the end. I'm particularly excited for this full moon because I, I'm not a witch that makes full moon water every single full moon. I make moon water on like moons that I feel to be very important to my chart. So I do it on the new moon in Taurus, the full moon in Scorpio, the new moon in Scorpio, and the full moon in Taurus. I really love to stick on that particular axis. So during this full moon, I'll be making a lot of moon water. Some people say that you shouldn't make moon water or like manifest during eclipses. I don't believe in that. I think to each their own, especially if your chart is super heavy Taurus and Scorpio, there's so many eclipses happening on our chart. And why wouldn't you take that energy and manifest it into something that's going to positively affect you in the way that you want, right? The energy is going to affect you anyway. It's going to set things up anyway. So might as well add that energy into your manifestations, right? I was one of the rare people that was manifesting during that full moon eclipse in Taurus uh, back in November because also it was conjunct with Uranus too. So it was like a really intense moon and it was like the first time that this has happened in like 250 years or something or maybe even 500 years. I don't remember. But like I said to myself, this is the one time in my life I'm going to experience this energy. I am going to manifest using it. So like, I think, again, manifesting on an eclipse to each their own, I personally do it. I feel like especially if this eclipse is hitting your chart in particular ways, you should absolutely manifest if you feel called to. But again, third time, to each their own. It is your practice. You do what feels right to you in your practice. So now that we've talked about all the astrological events that are going to be happening during Taurus season, let's talk about a few of the ways that you can be working with the energy of Taurus. Taurus is ruled by the sign of Venus. However, there is a little bit of debate within the modern astrological community if Taurus is actually ruled by the sign of Venus or possibly ruled by the Earth itself. As a heavy Taurus, this is something I do think a lot about because as much as I do feel like we are Venusian, right, we do appreciate being comfortable, being more like, we're more sensual people, we're very like touchy-feely kind of people. Um, I feel like we do align a little bit more with the Earth, right? We're very slow to change, slow to move, like the earth is very grounded very like stable individuals so for me as a Taurus, during Taurus season, I focus a lot on being out with the earth and in nature. I live in the northern hemisphere, so now it is springtime for us. So by Taurus season, things should be a little warmer and I can go outside barefoot and really, really appreciate the energy of the earth and appreciate Mother Nature herself. I feel like Taurus season is a really great time to get connected with the earth, to pick up like litter that you see on hiking trails, maybe go explore a new hiking trail and appreciate the earth and its beauty. I feel like Taurus season is also a really great time to do self-love magic. Taurus is really secure in who they are and loving themselves is a must to be a healthy Taurus, right? Not in like the narcissistic way, but in the way of like, I appreciate who I am. I appreciate my vessel. I'm secure in who I am. I'm stable in who I am kind of love. So for me, Taurus season is a really good time to cast a self-love spell or to really start working on your relationship with yourself. And if you want to work with the more Venusian side of Taurus, glamour magic during Taurus season is awesome. This is also a really good time to stay consistent with the new things and the new goals that you started during Aries season. Work that stable Taurus energy and be able to finish the things that you started to manifest during last season. 
Taurus can be super patient and super persistent. So this is a great time to work on consistency in your relationship with it. A few essential oils that I enjoy for the sign of Taurus are Valor, because Valor really helps you feel confident in who you are. Grounding, because it makes you feel down to earth. Loyalty, which is an exclusive oil that you can only get if you're on Young Living's Loyalty Rewards Program for a year. I picked Loyalty for Taurus because like, Taurus is the most loyal sign of the Zodiac. You can't convince me otherwise. So this oil was made for us. (laughs) Or made for anybody who wants to become more Tyrrhenian and become more loyal. I also really like Vetiver during Taurus season because not only is it super woodsy and comforting of a smell but it really helps you deal with traumas that you've experienced. Vetiver can help you look at memories in a different way so if you're doing a lot of shadow work or a lot of like self-love work and starting to have a different relationship with yourself Vetiver may be a good oil for you to grab onto um, to work with during this time. Then the final oil that I like to work with during Taurus season is Palo Santo. Palo Santo is super grounding of a smell and it like it clears all the energy that's in the air so it's a great fresh start for Taurus season um, and a good grounding oil to have on you. If you would like to check out any of these oils, I have a MyYL link specifically to my Taurus season bundle in the show notes page. So you could check that out and look at these oilies. Um, But I would say my favorite out of all of those five oils for Taurus is probably Valor. I work with Valor every single day of the year. There's literally not a day where I don't put that oil on my skin somewhere. It makes me feel so secure in who I am and it really helps me work with my Taurus placements to be very confident and stable and strong in my personality and who God made me to be. And finally, the verse that I'm going to be focusing on during Taurus season, I picked a verse that focused on security. I feel like security is key for Tauruses. If we feel like things are unstable or like the rug is being pulled out from under us, we are not happy campers. Um, So... The verse that I picked is Psalm 16, verse 8, and it says, I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be shaken. I love this verse so much. It screams confidence in the Lord, confidence in Christ, and confidence in who you are, which I think if you're going to get anything from me during this Taurus season episode, the energy of Taurus is being secure in who you are. So work on that during this upcoming Taurus season. So that is the conversation on Taurus season I have for you. I hope that you liked this episode and that it helped you plan a little bit in advance for the things that you're going to be doing during this amazing, amazing Zodiac season. And again, I am a little bit biased to Taurus because I am a Taurus sun, moon, and Taurus Venus. Um, My birthday is May 6th, so I'm like a super Taurus and I love Taurus season. But at the end of the day, I love every single sign and every single sign has something unique and awesome to them. But Taurus and Taurus season will always have a special place in this Tyrrhenian lady's heart. (laughs) Really quickly, I want to read you The Legend of Taurus. This comes out of The Only Astrology Book You'll Ever Need by Joanna Martine Wolfock. Um, Literally, this is the only astrology book that you will ever need. Like, the name is not deceiving at all. I feel like if you read this book cover to cover, you get a fuller understanding and a way better understanding of astrology. Um, So, let's read The Legend of Taurus that is here in this book. So the second sign of the zodiac is represented by the bull, an animal that is both fierce and gentle, and has always symbolized strength and sexuality. The myth of the bull begins with Jupiter, supreme god of ancient Greece, ruler of heaven, of ruler of lesser gods and men. Jupiter has a strong romantic streak and had numerous love affairs, wives, and mistresses. One such love affair con- concerns the beautiful princess Europa, daughter of the king of Phenicia. Fino- 
Venencia, I pronounced that so wrong, Yopa led a very sheltered existence in her father's palace and knew nothing of the world outside. One night she had a prophetic dream in which a strange woman held her, out her arms to Europa and said, I shall bring Jupiter, bring you to Jupiter, for destiny has appointed you his beloved. Sure enough, that day when Europa and a group of people, a group of young maidens went out to pick roses and Tysynthias in a meadow by the sea, Jupiter saw her and was thunderstruck by her beauty. There and then he determined to have her. Jupiter knew that an innocent like girl like Europa would run from him if he showed himself in his own godlike image. So he transformed himself into a bull. He became not like an ordinary bull, but a magnificent white bull with jeweled-like horns and a silver crescent moon in the middle of his forehead. Europa was fascinated by the beautiful gentle bull and began to caress him. Finally, she climbed onto his back. That was just what Jupiter wanted. He sprang into the air and carried her away to the island of Crete. There he changed himself back to his true likeness and declared his love for Europa. Under the bur the boughs of large trees, he and Europa became lovers. Not afterward, not long afterward, Venus, the goddess of love, appeared to Europa to confess that she was the strange woman in the dream. From now on, Venus told her the con the con content to which Jupiter had taken her would be known as Europe. Ooh, that's interesting. Um, this adulterous love story, Jupiter was married to the goddess Juno, has a happy ending. Europa bore Jupiter three children, and Jupiter took the likeness of the bull and placed it into the heavens. So that is how we got the constellation of Taurus. That is a really interesting story. And like thinking about a white bull with like these jeweled horns and the moon in the, the middle of their forehead sounds so majestic and like such a good um representation of Taurus. I also really like that the goddess Venus is in this particular story because Venus rules over the sign of Taurus and like that's super interesting um, to see her in, uh, as a part of this as well. Um, but yes, that is the legend of Taurus according to the only astrology book that you will ever need and like literally the only astrology book you'll ever need. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast. Please be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app so you get a notification next week when our episode on Beltane, which is also known as May Day, is released. Also, if you're looking to create community with witchy people who also love Jesus, join our Jesus Witch Church discord group i will leave the link for that in the show notes page it's an awesome group of people we do so many fun things there we do full moon circles new moon circles um we do little mini bible like study church service thingies they are so much fun and it's really great to just get together with a bunch of people who believe in jesus but also are like witchy and more on like a spiritualist path and be able to discuss things about him freely without judgment and really get different perspectives from people who think similarly in the show notes page, you'll also be able to find the link to my Etsy shop, to our Patreon, my YL link, anything to support the show. You'll also find my Instagram and TikTok links. So now it's time for our verse of the day. And today I wanted to read from Matthew 6 verses 31 through 34. Um, I particularly chose these verses for Taurus season because it's a lot about being secure with God and not worrying, which I feel like is a theme we can all be working on during Taurus season. So Here's the verses. So do not worry about these things saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but your heavenly father already knows your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. Don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. 
I love this verse so much. It's a great little reminder for all of us to just be mindful and be present in the moment and not obsess over things that we cannot change. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast. I really appreciate you being here and supporting the show. Um, so yeah, that's that's all I have for you this week. I don't know how to end these and the endings will always be awkward. So uh, bye. <laughs>